0: And we're
1: back. We're back. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year happy New to all, Year. all you people out there.
0: Well, we said Merry Christmas the last time, so...
1: But was it actually Christmas, though? It wasn't. There you go, so... But
0: Christmas is over.
1: Happy post-Christmas, <laughs> but we still have our decorations up.
0: We do, because we had to keep them up for our last Christmas episode.
1: That's true, we did. And it was it was a good one. It was a good one.
0: Yes, yeah, so we asked you guys what you wanted us to do. You know, the holidays can get a little crazy, so we wanted to do one final Christmas one before mm-hmm. we dive into the new year. Yep. And, well, I guess we are we already, we're in the new year. We've dove in. Dove in? No, that is, that is not a word.
1: It is now dove in. We've dove in into the new year, guys.
0: And we had a Project Christmas Wish mm-hmm. was requested. Yes, it was. So this is an actual, it's a Movies and Mysteries, so, it wasn't a countdown to Christmas.
1: Yeah, we don't, we don't do uh, movies and mysteries often. Because they're like
0: usually it. sad.
1: They're usually very sad. They're usually very sad. Like, they really go for the sad. <laughs> it's usually, you know, a soldier returning home, a dog dies, something to really get the tears going. And
0: this one wasn't as sad.
1: No, it had some touching moments, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a cranberry Christmas. <laughs> no, it was a
1: cranberry Christmas. <laughs> do you know what? Which we loved. Do you know what my project Christmas wishes? No. What is your wish? That we could go back to Christmas Eve, because we had a really nice Christmas Eve.
0: We did. What did we do?
1: I don't know. I think <laughs> We just kind of sat around, drank hot cocoa, which is nice. We did. It was we, we
0: had we had a nice holidays. We hope everyone else uh, had lovely, mm-hmm. safe holidays. And I don't know what my wish would be. Uh, my wish would be to peace. dance
1: with you. <laughs> to dance with wa- you right now
0: <laughs> i want to see lucy make my world peace wish come true Let's see, how she see what about she that. would do with that <laughs> but you can't make a wish anymore because christmas is over that's true but this movie was very sweet mm-hmm. do you want to just get into it
1: yeah give us the plot give us the plot
0: all right so lucy grants wishes for children in her small town through project christmas wish She receives a wish from Max, who just wants her Christmases with her dad to be like they were when her mom was alive.
1: Cue the tears.
0: Lucy meets Max's dad, and they don't necessarily hit it off at first, but as they spend time together making Christmas memories with Max, they open their hearts to each other and fall in love.
1: That was great. That was really good.
0: You sound surprised every time. Wow, it's, just,
1: it's just really good. Like those are hard to do. Those are hard to do. If you don't believe me, guys, try writing a quick synopsis of a Hallmark movie, and it's very. I, difficult.
0: I bet it. They can all do it. Uh, no, I know.
1: I've tried. I hate it. I'm so bad at it. That was, that was really good. So, I mean, let's go right into the, the part where we would say, would you a watch this movie again? Would you turn it on and do something else, like put up the Christmas decorations, or would you never? ever watch this movie ever again
0: i would watch this movie again really yep i would definitely watch it again Hmm. okay i really enjoyed it i don't know
1: yeah i don't know if i would i mean i think the the romance and the story was good the acting was phenomenal it had some of the best acting we've seen in a hallmark movie i think all year acting was superb
0: I feel like it had a slow start.
1: Oh yeah, but once
0: it got going, it it got me. That was that was hooked.
1: Uh, I think technically it fell flat in a lot of areas. So for me, this would be sort of middle of the road for me. I would watch it again. I wouldn't hunt it down. If I saw that it was on, I might you know pop it on, sit down for a little bit, but I wouldn't actively seek it out just because I can't stand bad technical
0: things. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know what those technical things we're gonna were. find out
1: i know you guys are excited to hear i
0: didn't see any but i've got a, i've
1: got a whole list of things <laughs> like oh no 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 i've got
0: a whole lot of romance <laughs> you to really... talk about oh, so I buckle wish you, up
1: i wish you guys could see her notes just, her notes are like a, a novel in front of her just
0: buckle in guys <laughs> this i this might be the most notes they might i've be. had
1: they might be well, let's, well let's, let's jump into the romance since apparently we were the, this is going to be a three-hour podcast.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you, we want to make sure you guys don't get bored. You're going to listen to this whole episode because we're going to let you know our top five at the end of this episode. Ooh, you're
1: giving us a hook. I like a
0: little, it. A little sneak peek. <laughs> and this movie may or may not have made the cut. Oh. I don't know. We shall see. I see. So this movie stars Amanda Scholl as mm. Lucy. And Travis Van Winkle as Lucas. And you
1: might recognize Amanda because she was in, what was that movie called?
0: Center Stage. I was going
1: to say Step Up, but it was Center Stage. <laughs> a Center
0: little Stage. different. A Center little Stage different. was good. I loved it. And every time I'd see it on TV, I think I owned it. I think I got it on, I'm sure did. on the DVD.
1: <laughs> when you went to Blockbuster, you picked it up. <laughs> or was it VHS. VHS? It was probably VHS. I
0: don't even know when it came out. but
1: Well, it's funny because there was another Hallmark star from Center Stage, too. really like
0: who was in the nutcracker so center stage
1: is becoming the full house of hallmark it looks like
0: well apparently amanda's been in a hallmark movie before we just have not seen it i don't think it was a christmas one though
1: well how do you think she did
0: oh i loved her yeah she was uh, she was a little bit more elevated in the and i love christmas she was a step up of christmas cheer the, her dial was turned up a little more than, than mine is usually mm-hmm. but I felt akin to her um, with her <laughs> with her love of Christmas and I was actually very jealous that she got that elf costume that her mother made her. <laughs> she didn't seem very happy with it but she I was, was like, what happy. are you talking about? That is amazing. <laughs> uh,
1: no, she was great. I, I, like, I, like I said in the beginning, I think all the actors, including the, um, the supporting cast was was phenomenal was phenomenal Yes. She was, she was, she was good. You know, I, I've said before how I don't particularly like the, the characters that are very, very high octane, high octane Christmas. The ones Christmas. that I love? Yeah, high octane Christmas. And she was a little unbelievable, I think, in the beginning, but she started to get a little bit more grounded towards the middle of the film and definitely at the end. But she was good. She had some funny lines.
0: She uh, had a lot of funny lines. Did. I actually have, uh, I should have made a, a, a category? Zone section of Lucy quotes because... Yes, she had a lot of great quotes. Yeah, in this but she movie.
1: she grew on me. I mean, the character grew on me. I thought that Amanda did a fantastic job with her, uh, and she became more believable as as the movie went on and as we got to know her a little bit more. I, I think you mentioned the the quotes. I think that has to do with, with the script. Obviously, mm-hmm. script was wonderful in this film. There's a lot of quotable lines you could find in this film. So I think she was she was great. Travis Van Winkle was also great. I don't remember. I, I don't think I've seen him.
0: Well. I don't know if you've seen this movie. He was in The Christmas Getaway, which is a Hallmark movie a few years back. That one was, I actually liked that one a lot too. So I think that's the only, he's had some spots in other TV shows that I may have seen him like as guest stars, but as far as Hallmark, that's the only one I've seen him in, but I liked him in that movie. I, it took me a while to warm up to him Mm. in this movie, but I think we were supposed to, because he was a, a grumpy...
1: Well, she called him prickly, but he was more than prickly. He was a jerk. He was just rude. He's very hard to like, in the beginning, his character. And again, I think towards the middle and end, he starts to grow on you, and you know you start to see him open up. There's a few scenes in particular where I think he, as an actor, really shines. And I think you know which one I'm talking about, but we'll, we'll get to that later on. But him as an actor just really... Did phenomenal did a phenomenal job of this role. I I just hated the character so much in the beginning, like the way he treated his parents. The way he, he hated tre- horses. Yeah, I the just way he treated understand. his daughter, just feeding her eggs. Where's the bacon? Where's the bacon? <laughs> Where's, the bacon? Where's the OJ? All you get is a plate Where's of eggs. Where's the toast? Yeah, all you get is a plate of eggs. Eat up, darling. Like that was.
0: It was weird. It was just a plate large, of large plate of scrambled eggs. Yeah, um, and he
1: had a donut too. So he's eating donuts, not giving them to his daughter. Like he's he's a jerk.
0: And he just gets into arguments with random people about horse ornaments.
1: Oh, yeah. By the way, so let's go to the meat cute. Yeah. Because that was super, super cute. I enjoyed that a lot.
0: It was cute. It was a little aggressive. Like At first, I was like, oh, wow. They are really <laughs> passionate about this horse uh, situation here. Um, but I did think it was cute. I liked the the banter mm. although it was a little more than banter it was pretty like i said aggressive, it was aggressive. yeah
1: i think you call it arguing i think it goes past bantering into arguing with each other
0: yeah it was like they were already you know as they say like an old married couple arguing over yeah. something but like an old married couple about to get like, a divorce yeah <laughs>
1: because someone was cheating i mean that they just had this this aggressive nature towards one another
0: yes it was it was aggressive but oddly cute didn't like him at first but i obviously as we know, yeah. you know, he's going to come around. He's upset. His wife, you know, is is gone. And obviously holidays are a hard thing for him. So, yeah, no, I yeah. guess seeing the Christmas horses just
1: <laughs> trigger. That's his trigger. Seeing a Christmas horse ornament triggers him. Yeah. Triggers him.
0: So, yes, the MeQ was great. And we, I just, we need to, I just, let's just get it out of the way I mean, we have a, a return. I would uh, do. Well, we have a few returns, but...
1: I, I have a theory about this, but you go ahead.
0: But um, Lead the charge. Silver Fox. Uh, my Silver Fox is back. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea he was in this movie. You um, gasped
1: when it, when it cut I've, to him. When it cut to him, I, I heard an audible gasp from you.
0: <laughs> I actually... So for those that don't know, I've talked about before, sometimes the Hallmark Dads, I find them more attractive than the, the leads. main leads. Yeah. You know, I like I like a, a silver-haired gentleman. And uh, Paul Asimbra is the actor. Okay. And he has been in quite a few movies that we've seen yeah. this year.
1: He's great. He really is. He embodies like the dad role just perfectly.
0: Well, I mean, I would say he could be... The lead, and I actually did a little digging, and he was a lead in an older Hallmark movie. Okay. I think it's called Christmas Heart or something. We should watch. We should
1: totally watch that. Oh,
0: I'm gonna find <laughs> it and I'm gonna watch it because he's the the main guy. It is a it is a sad oh, sort of no. like a kid. Their kid needs a donor. And, oh. Yeah. But it's Hallmark, so I'm sure the kid gets the donor. This is Hallmark
1: back in the 80s, probably. Yeah. So a little bit, a little bit dark. No, it is not that
0: old. It was. <laughs> Early 2000s, maybe. Okay. I'm not sure. But I was very excited to see that he was the lead. And so, yeah, I'm going to find that movie and watch it. But all that to say, he plays the dad of Lucas in this movie, and he is wonderful. Yeah,
1: he's great. He's absolutely fantastic. And again, it made me hate uh, Lucas that much more because the way he treats his dad. And we also have a return of, this is this is what's so wild to me. This man has been in three that we've seen so far. Always the same sort of character. You know, the friendly. He was a barbecue dealer, I think, in two of them.
0: Well, he wasn't cooking anything in this one, so that was a little different.
1: Yeah, but he still was like the friend of the main uh, actor. If he had
0: showed up with a a food cart outside, a food truck, then I would have been like...
1: Well, I I think, and I've, I've mentioned this before when we saw him for the second time, i think he's hopping dimensions i think he's going to each film <laughs> oh, no what's gonna happen you know what i mean like he's in each of these like i love this returning this idea of this returning character like he plays him so great
0: yeah we're talking about adrian mclean mm-hmm. uh you'll he-
1: recognize him as big eddie of big eddie's barbecue and bob from bob's barbecue and now his dj name morning mike morning
0: mike <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he's got these little nicknames. Um, he's great. Yeah. We love to see him. So keep we, him, keep him coming. Yeah, we had the return of these two amazing actors. Yeah, I love seeing I I love the seeing familiar her. faces. I like I get so excited. I know it's,
1: it's it's almost it's like seeing you know a room full of your your friends basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you were talking about the writing, and we can. We can let you get into some technical if so. you if you I want. Have, I've cause, got a list. Because <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get into all the romance, but uh, I think the main writer on IMDb there were a few writers yeah. on this movie, so I was a little confused what is what. But um, Joie Botkin, mm-hmm. which I mispronounced it before, she pronounces it Joie. It's French, I guess. She is one of the writers on this movie, or is the writer of this movie. You say
1: that name like I should know it.
0: Miss Christmas, Cranberry Christmas. What? Yes. Uh, she did Christmas in Vienna also. She's amazing.
1: Oh my goodness. Yo.
0: She she knows what she's doing.
1: Yeah, no wonder this movie. I, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, this makes so sense. It makes this movie sense. makes so much sense now that it was written so well. Yeah, she's knocking them out of the park.
0: Yeah, there were two other credits, uh, just to give them credit as well. Brooke Durham and uh, she worked on Christmas Incorporated, which... Ooh, another good one. I love that yeah. one. Yeah. And uh, I guess her first writing credit, uh, Anne abramowitz Junket. also, okay. they all had writing credits. But when I saw Joie's name, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I, knew, I knew that that's, well, that's why, this movie that's why was, the writing was, was so good. It was
1: top notch. Well, the thing, you know, we talked about the acting being great, writing being great, the thing that held this back for me were some technical issues that really just took me out of the film. Uh, immensely. Uh, the one that comes to mind the most is the uh, the set decoration for a lot of these scenes. So the set decorations on a lot of these scenes were over the top and you can say that Lucy, you know just goes over the top. I mean they, they were over the top in like the DJ uh, studio. they were over the top and uh, Luke's dad's diner and it's not just that they were over the top they were done in a way where they all look the same so it looked like one decorator did each of these locations as opposed to when you look at a film like starlight christmas yes there's christmas everywhere but each one is done to make it look like a different person decorated that room they have decorations from target from michael's from different places so it looks different looks unique this looked like they just went to michael's grabbed some five dollar wreaths, put it everywhere and just went to town. So that really bothered me for some reason. I, c- I couldn't get past it.
0: Well, maybe in Elmhurst, which okay. is where they live, yep. they have this one Christmas decorator. Mm-hmm. And they only have a Michaels. Yep. Or probably not even a Michaels. It's just like a local Elmhurst yep. Christmas decorating store. So maybe they're just limited. I'm not
1: giving that to you. I'm that is No, it.
0: I will say, and I... Love Christmas yep, I know you do. almost as much as Lucy loves <laughs> That's Christmas. True. It it was a it was a tad much.
1: Yeah. Well, I, and again, if you look at like you know, uh, if you look at Christmas by Starlight, it's a lot, but they do it in a way that it makes sense. It's a lot, and it makes
0: sense. This, this... felt crowded. This one didn't. It but didn't bother me. It didn't take me out of the movie. But it was noticeable that it was. So over the top that it was almost unbelievable.
1: Yeah, unbelievable is. I wrote mm-hmm. that down. Unbelievable. So that that was bothering me. Uh, and, and again, we come back to to the lighting. It's it's always the lighting with me in these. They and I don't know. Also, it wasn't just the lighting. There was something off about this film. And I don't know if they recorded the film in sixty frames a second instead of twenty four or thirty. But there was almost like this weird movement to it. It just felt wrong to me when I looked at it. And I also think they might have used some ND filters to give it like a little bit of a blue cast. That wasn't working for me. The lighting was completely different from scene to scene. They would have these nice close-ups that look good, you go to the wide and look just washed out. The color was just all over the place, subdued in some scenes, very bright in others, just it was just a mixed bag. So you you weren't sure what you're getting from scene to scene. And so that just was a big, big turn off for me. Okay. Did you notice any of that? Any I, of the blues? You noticed the blues?
0: I did not notice the blues. I think I heard you groan some part. And I looked at you and I was like, hmm. I was trying to figure out what you were upset about. And I think maybe it looked a little blown out in the background. Like the lighting was very bright. But I like bright light. So again, I I don't have the eye that you do. But none of that. like I, I didn't see anything that turned me off as far as lighting or anything like that. The set design, I will agree. Yeah. Was a bit much, but it did not keep me from enjoying the movie. Well,
1: this was also the first one where I think editing wasn't done great either. So editing has been pretty, pretty on, on on form throughout the the season. There were a lot of quick cuts, jarring transitions. There was one scene in particular when Lucy was talking to her mom, and they kept going back and forth. It just was not working. So the editing was. This was the first one where the editing just was a little, little, little rushed to me. So I wasn't a big fan of that. And finally, my last final technical, my last final technical, we have what I like to call the wondering lens, where the cameraman feels like they need to move the camera in each scene to create action. And it just got a little repetitive for me. Hmm. So you'll notice that when they're talking, the camera's moving this way, you go to the reverse, the camera's moving that way. It's just the camera's constantly moving because they're trying to create interest in the scene. And that's not a good way to create interest. You don't need to constantly move the camera. You create interest by making the scene look stunning. You know, there's this saying in film, and there's a great website too, where it's every scene is a painting. And that's what you want. When you look through that lens, you want the scene to just be a painting, a beautiful scene. And again, you know, you can say, well, this is a Hallmark movie. That's fine. You can still have a really nice scene. And a lot of these Hallmark movies, the ones that kind of rise to the top, are ones where they do have an eye towards that.
0: Well said. Hi.
1: <laughs> and let's wake you guys up. Hello, I, welcome to our podcast.
0: A lot of you fell asleep during that, so we're back. Um, we're going to start talking about some romance. No, I I mean, all of that is valid. I I don't notice it. I don't have the, the eye for that necessarily, but I, I felt like... I mean, I don't know if that had anything to do with the budget. I felt like the budget was pretty good for this movie as yeah. far... I mean, they added a lot of decorations. No, so. they, they,
1: they spent all their budget on decorations and not enough um, on lights.
0: But we also... I mean, we'll get to this later, but we got a Kelly Clarkson song in here. I think, so. yeah, they, they spent
1: a lot of... And that's... You know, they spent a lot of money on music because we had the Clark, uh, we had the Kelly Clarkson. And then we had this nice little slow rendition of a different one, which I thought was good. You know, I, I said this about a previous Hallmark movies... You guys need to ease up on, like, your cute little jingles when there's, like, a funny moment and you go, boop ba doop doo. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to do that. Like, we get it. it's a funny moment. Like, trust in your actors to act the scene. These guys know what they're doing. You don't need that added little little riff there.
0: I don't I don't know if that went on in this one. Oh, it did. In the did it?
1: In the beginning, hardcore in the beginning. Oh. Hardcore in the beginning. It's like, we're I establishing could- this character is funny. ba ba da ba <laughs>
0: I think I don't I notice it more in movies that I don't enjoy. So yeah. I was enjoying this movie so those little <laughs> things didn't bother me, but I know the hokey music, yeah. It it is a bit much in some of the movies and I guess if I'm not enjoying the movie as much, I'll you notice it notice more. It, yeah. So yeah. I liked the funny moments where they were bickering and like being witty back and forth, so I I guess those were the moments when it was happening and I didn't I yeah. didn't notice. So let's, uh, we talk about the Lucy quotes. She had some mm-hmm. really funny ones. So she's getting to know, to, to know Lucas. Gosh, I keep forgetting. <laughs> I keep Luke, forgetting. Luke and Lucas, Lucy. I know. You got it. What's well, Lucas? They didn't really call him Luke. Well,
1: but. To, to us, we know him now. We're friends.
0: And he's kind of talking to her and she's like, well, what do you do? And he says something about juggling which he's meaning he's juggling all of the things, being a single dad, all this stuff. And she, Lucy gets so excited <laughs> and she's like, you juggle? <laughs> like she says she was, it,
1: she said it just like that she's too.
0: Genuinely thrilled at the idea that he could actually juggles, which I just thought was adorable and mm. so cute, which turns out. Spoiler: He really can't juggle. Yeah, the the funny
1: thing, and that's and that's good writing. That's good writing. You have this line from her that's not just written well, but it's delivered perfectly, Mm -hmm. like perfect timing, perfect inflection. And then it comes back later in a few scenes, and we find out that it actually does juggle. Like a nice little return.
0: Yes, it was great. So you know, Lucy's trying to grant the the wish for Max Mm -hmm. of recreating these memories that she had with her mom. Oh wait,
1: time out before. I'm sorry, we haven't even mentioned Max
0: the actress that plays max, avery peters, she did a wonderful job. She mm-hmm. was very cute, very believable. I loved her little smiles. She had these like little guilt trip smiles. Yeah. <laughs> she was like so perfect uh, that a child would definitely do that.
1: Well, and it's funny you mentioned the smile because, you know, going back to the editing real quick, just real quick. <laughs> there was a scene where I think I forget where they there. I think they're doing the either the hanukkah stuff I'm not sure. There, there was a scene where they they cut from Lucy to Max, and Max is like staring at the camera, smiling, and fades to black for a commercial. Super weird <laughs> edit, uh, super weird cut, just very unusual. Like I, I just was not not feeling it. So that's what I'm saying. There's some weird weird choices made in this film for that did you remember that like she was like looking i, did. At camera, I
0: thought right? it was funny it was just like a zoom in and she like turned Turns around it, yeah. smiling yes it was it made me laugh so. oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no she was great she played this role this role required a you know a lot of depth to kind of juggle the, the feelings of losing her mom and then trying to find her dad happiness and there's a really cute scene between her and her father when she's like don't you want me to get my christmas wish and her dad runs out to lucy and gets her number you know that kind of
0: so it was very Sleepless in Seattle-esque. Jonah is the son wanting to find love for his dad, Sam, I believe is his name in the movie. Wow,
1: impressive. That's impressive <laughs> you just pulled oh, that out. I up. love this movie.
0: Jonah and Sam, and he played by Tom Hanks, and uh, he wants his dad to find love. And he calls into a radio station and... Oh, look the, at that! Yeah, you know, so it's it's not actually the same, but it was giving me some of those vibes yeah. that the child just wants their dad to be happy and find love. So Max's original wish is that she wants their Christmas to be like when their mom was around, and they want to. She wanted to recreate these memories and make her dad happy. Mm-hmm. But then she changes her wish once she sees him with Lucy, and is like, "I want my dad to find love again."
1: Well, she changes her wish like five times, doesn't she? <laughs> like, I feel like there's a there's a few changing of wishes for her, which that's not how Christmas wish works.
0: Well, she is a child, and <laughs> she needs to grow up is, quick. <laughs> it is Christmas, and yeah, ch- children have lots of Christmas wishes. Yeah, I have lots of Christmas wishes yeah, as Christmas. an adult. So, so they're they're doing all of these things. Baking cookies, looking for Christmas trees, which was odd. If we want to talk about the set design, she's like, do you guys have a Christmas tree? And he says no. So they go out and get one. But then it turns out they have like eight Christmas trees in his house. Yeah. So- that was, Again,
1: and the other odd thing is that like he hasn't unpacked and yet he has his Christmas decorations up. So uh, weird. There was some weird, there was some weirdness in there. And also the whole, when they do make the gingerbread house, which was really neat, but like... Lucas, I'm going to call him Luke. Luke and uh, Max already had the gingerbread baked, ready to go. I felt so bad for them. They spent hours making this gingerbread thinking they were going to do houses and they end up using the cardboard, you know?
0: Well, I think maybe they end up baking the cookies after. It's like a whole night. That's, you think so? that's what I'm going to. I hope so. I never that's... saw
1: that gingerbread house. So I'm going to say that's a lie.
0: I thought the gingerbread house was adorable and I loved that, that scene. It seemed like a lot of work. <laughs> but... I was going to
1: say, yeah, that was. They had an architect. That was better than the gingerbread house in that other movie where they had a legit architect come in. Remember in Build It Out of Wood? Was that Christmas Sweater?
0: That was the Christmas Sweater, yeah. Yeah, that
1: was better than that one. This was like a legit house. They had like the colored windows, which were really beautiful. Like, and she
0: had the lights in it. it was... the,
1: the, the frosting of the snow. I mean, who? Come on. Yeah, was... I would
0: actually wanted to see them make it, see how they did it. <laughs> no. I like, did I you think guys I, really do this?
1: <laughs> we need another movie just doing a step-by-step of how they built that gingerbread house.
0: I especially loved that scene because you kind of mentioned it earlier, but they played a cover and I was freaking out by the band Sleeping At Last, which I love. Mm. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And they were playing, um, it was Christmas All Around. It's like a cover of an older song, I think, called Love Is All Around, but... It was in the movie Love, actually. So it was Sleeping at Last doing this cover, and they're playing it while they're making the gingerbread house, and I just thought it was like this really That's sweet, um, special moment.
1: No, they had they had a lot of good moments with their music, other than the, the jingles. I mean, you mentioned the Kelly Clarkson, like good job on just when they had just music playing in the background, they did a really nice job of that.
0: Yeah, I thought that the the soundtrack was really good for this mm. movie, and you know, we joke and stuff about all the. The, the things but the the movie at the heart did have a lot of really heartfelt moments the movie
1: at the heart had a lot of heartfelt <laughs> moments is that what you're going? yes about?
0: i'm talking about i'm talking from the heart and you're talking just, you're talking, talking, from you're talking the the heart, heart.
1: about the heartfelt moments about it so the word
0: heart just keeps <laughs> coming up um
1: it did though i'm giving you a hard time but it definitely
0: did there were so one of my i thought was again brilliant writing <laughs> Max asks Lucy, she's kind of talking to her about how when Lucy's dad passed, she's like, well, how did you stop being sad? And Lucy looks at her and she says, you know what? Can I think about this and get back to you? Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was so amazing because a lot of times as grownups, you want to like just give out any sort of old answer, whatever, you know, not really think about it. And I thought that was really sweet that Lucy wanted to take the time to give a truly honest answer to this child who is Yeah, it
1: was it was unexpected. It was an unexpected response from her. I expected some sort of sugar cutter or hallmark response. Great job. Again great writing and it was again delivered wonderful. Um, this movie wouldn't have worked if they had different actors because these roles are, are difficult to play. You're dealing with, with grief. You're dealing with, you know, moving on from past relationships they played it well and it it, again it's i think it's difficult to balance the funny with the serious the heartfelt the tender moments just a great job all around you know i think one of the best moments for me from lucas's character well there's there's two the one that i like the most is when they um are at the mixer and um she asks you know what is your christmas wish and he says, you know, right now my Christmas wish is to dance with you. And just, oh my goodness, the way he delivered it, the way they danced. Like, it was, it might be, might, you know, talking about this movie, it might, I might actually have to watch this movie again. You know, <laughs> I said, I probably would, it's growing.
0: I think you focus, because you have to for the podcast, yeah. on all of the technical, that sometimes you miss the moments. I didn't that. miss it,
1: I saw it, but I'm not processing it. Yeah. Um, but when they're dancing together, it is so wonderful. I mean, it might be, I think it is the, mm, no, no. The Christmas waltz when he's like, look, look to the left. That was the best dancing. This is the second best dancing.
0: No, that was a heartbreaking scene <laughs> in Christmas waltz. Look to the left. Don't straight. look at me. No, this scene was super romantic. Yeah. Some of the best Lucy looks so smitten yeah. in that scene. It is just so sweet to watch. And the parents are, you know, on looking at their children being happy, like seeing them find love again. Oh, it my was goodness. beautiful. And
1: the mom, I forgot about that. That, was my, that actually might be, you know, the top of my favorite scenes is the mom, when she's like fixing his tie. It's such a mom thing to do. And she's checking to see how he's doing. Like I'm getting a little like misty just thinking about it. Because <laughs> I love my mom and she would do the same thing for me. And just... Oh my goodness, it just, it got me. It got me. That scene with Luke, and that's when I started to like him. When he started to open well, up. that was
0: almost the end of the movie. I know, it took
1: me a minute. <laughs> it took me a minute to like, it because he's such a, not a good guy. Not no, good guy.
0: he is a good guy. He just had to... Is
1: it? He serves his daughter eggs for breakfast, Stephanie, without Lucy, toast or bacon. He
0: hadn't had his walls shattered by the elf. Yeah. Lucy. Well,
1: I gotta see what Max is eating from breakfast to make sure his walls <laughs> have been shattered. Who like? There's at least five eggs worth of eggs on her plate. And that's all she gets.
0: <laughs> well, let's rewind a little. So we went straight to the dancing. I got a lot to talk about a little bit before that because okay. yes, he is pretty grumpy through a lot of the movie but I think his walls start coming down earlier than some of other movies that we've seen where we've had some you know grumpy gusses that...
1: Is that what we're calling, him, by the way, Grumpy Gus?
0: <laughs> Christmas Dad is what they deem him in the movie, but he should have been called Grumpy Gus. Grumpy Gus, <laughs> yeah.
1: Johnny Raincloud, <laughs> old Johnny Raincloud over here.
0: <laughs> he actually starts loosening up when they're baking cookies. I think that's the first time we see him smile, and that's when Max asks that question. A little later, the the mood mm-hmm. goes way down no. after after that, but he i do start liking him once i can see him smile i think that's why i just want to see him happy right i'm just like max all just i want saying. is to see lucas happy so they uh, i really liked this scene when they're they're getting coffee they're at the little coffee cart oh, and yeah. she's ordering her coffee and one for her friend too oh
1: sorry i'm sorry but when right when she comes up to him and she says, "I recognize that mane, yeah. and he—he he looks like he has a lion's mane. He looks he like yes, he...
0: that is some some good hair." That's... So, wait,
1: how did? So, my, here's my question for uh,
0: Joie Botkin.
1: Here's my here's my question for Joie. When you wrote that, was that scene ad libbed? Because how would you know that the character would have a mane like that? You know, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it, it fit perfectly. That had to have been ad libbed. That had to have been ad libbed.
0: Well, maybe the character was written with mane like hair i don't know (laughs) but it could be definitely ad-libbed i don't know it seemed very genuine like it was like actually you know she would have just said that to him so yeah so they're getting coffee and she orders something which you know he thinks is ridiculous it's like a lot of i know what it was what was it
1: it was a large not a small a large eggnog, eggnog extra whipped cream chocolate syrup on top and crushed peppermint on top of that wow i was like damn that sounds good it does sound <laughs>
0: good and he says something like you're like a child which i would think is an insult like mm-hmm. he's being mean to her because
1: he's been mean
0: yes because he's been mean but then she kind of like looks at him and he's i don't remember if she says something back, she does. but then he's like i meant that as a compliment
1: yeah no she says um i'm gonna take that as a compliment that you oh. didn't mean it and he goes, actually, I, I did mean it as a
0: compliment. Yeah. And I just really liked that because I think, I think that's, and I'm going deep here, I think it's important to keep your, and I think that's why I like her so much because I feel sort of that way sometimes, especially around Christmas, is like it's important to keep that sort of childlike wonder mm-hmm. so you don't get so caught up in, you know,
1: And turn into a Lucas.
0: Yeah, (laughs) turn into a Lucas. So I think it's it's great to see him seeing that side of her is like in turn making him feel that again Mm because I'm sure he has felt that before. And, you know, just because of all of the grief, I'm sure it's hard to like get back to a place of, you know, fun and happiness and stuff. So I thought that was really sweet and I liked seeing... The way he looks at her, I think they had a lot of cute little moments like that, that he was just sort of like, wow, she's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, there are some scenes um, like that. But I think my very, very favorite between the two of them is when they're outside on the bench, we have the fire pit, and there's some magic brewing. We know, we know there's going to be either an almost kiss or a kiss. It looked very similar to another scene that was outside on a bench with a fire pit. (laughs) This seems to be the trending thing for Hallmark this season because it happened a lot. But he looks at her and says, You are so beautiful. And then later on, he says, Can I kiss you? And I don't think we've ever, ever, ever had someone say, Can I kiss you? And it was so, it was delivered so beautifully. Like there was a little bit of pain in it a little bit of longing. It was just it was excellent. It was it was really something special because we'd never heard it before. Because we knew that he was dealing with the death of his wife and it was almost it was almost like he was asking himself permission, you know, can I kiss you? He was asking her, but he was really asking himself. And just oh man, that kiss. That kiss.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, you you just said all of the things. I had a whole novel written about this scene. I'm showing you. I have like in capital letters, the fire pit swing scene. Yeah. So you stole my thunder a little bit, but.
1: I'm sorry. If, um, if you want to hop in on some uh, lighting and how they should have done it, you know, you can go right <laughs> out.
0: Yeah, you're supposed to be the technical. I'm supposed to be talking about all <laughs> of the romance here. But you said that beautifully. And I got goosebumps when you said he was asking her if he could kiss her, but he was really asking himself. (laughs) It's like, oh my God. So that was probably better than what I was going to say because I was just like a giddy little fool, like going (laughs) to probably screech at all because that was probably like, that scene was just, yeah, we haven't seen that. I don't know that I've seen, it's been a long time since I've seen any movie where the guy asks the girl if he can kiss her. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, at some point in life women were like no don't ask like just do it which I even in my brain was still like thinking that when he did it like oh no don't ask but then I was like no that's amazing that he asks Mm -hmm. because you should ask because you don't know if she wants you to kiss her and then even going deeper where you're bringing up that you know he's it's a question for both of them yeah um because they're both trying to open themselves up to love again so I just, I just loved that, and I thought that was brilliant.
1: And that scene, that scene was the movie. That scene to me was the movie, right there. Yes. Especially what happens after. So why don't you talk about what happens after there? Because I know, <laughs> I know you're upset, but it, it, it had to have happened. I mean, conflict. I mean, that was basically the conflict. That was the conflict.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. that But was the
1: it conflict. was. It wasn't forced. It wasn't contrived. It was.
0: It felt very realistic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, talk about acting well. Like, that part was so... I almost felt like, wait, did this really happen? And they just so happened to film it? Because <laughs> when he kisses her, I'm, like, so thrilled and so excited. And then just... I'm even just trying to remember, because I think I was just in shock of of what happens, is that he pulls away mm. and then, and like, immediately stands up and is like... Trying to flee the scene. And he's like,
1: he's like, I, I should leave. And yeah. then she says, "It's your house. Yeah. I'll go." It's
0: so awkward. Why would you leave your own home? But it's so
1: realistic. It's yeah. so realistic he because he just feels
0: like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? Right. Obviously, I'm sure he's feeling lots of things. Mm-hmm. Like this was amazing, but I'm still reeling from you know past grief and all of this stuff. But to Lucy. Like I can put myself in her position and think, what is she thinking? Like, oh my gosh, was my breath bad? Was that a, the worst was that a terrible kiss? What did I do wrong? You know? So heartbreaking. It goes from being this sweetest moment we've seen and then to such heartbreak. and I felt it all. It was done perfectly and I just felt so bad for both of them yeah. right after that. Oh gosh, that was tragic.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like a, a contrived tragedy. It wasn't a forced conflict. It felt it felt appropriate for the story. It felt appropriate for that time with the characters. Uh, good job all around. Like it, it didn't it was so good. It didn't feel like conflict. It just felt like a normal progression of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, usually conflict they just plop it in Just to have something, and and this, it it felt normal. It felt natural, I think is the best way. Especially, you know, when they see each other at like the festival and there's that awkward moment. Um, It just, it felt good. And let me just say this about Lucy, because her character, great all the way through. The way she was handling Colin's proposal to her best friend we awful. haven't
0: even talked about the proposal yeah, we have the side story
1: no and again a couple side stories here all great what was Lucy thinking like Lucy seems to be so in touch with her friends with with everything yes she goes over the top but this to me felt like she should know Colin and her best friend better than what she had proposed the proposal to be
0: yeah we kept saying surely she's just pulling his leg like this is just a a ruse to have something like she knows he's going to end up doing something on his own anyway and it's just to sort of give him that little push but no but no turns out she really had all of that planned
1: so that was the only time that her character just felt very inauthentic to to herself I think Um, because the way she is the way she sort of grants wishes for people she gets to know the people and what they want she already knows these people So she knows what Colin wants. She knows what her friend wants. So that just felt really off to me.
0: It was a little weird because I was like, is this what you would want? Um, So it did feel weird that she was pushing all of this on him when he clearly did not want to do any of it. And I really hoped that it was just all like a, you know, funny thing. no.
1: Oh, we should, we should shout out uh, The Best Friend.
0: Yes, sorry. This movie, God, I just could go on. There were so many things, so we f- were forgetting. So two of the supporting cast, Joan is her friend, co-worker. Mm. She was great. She was. One of her... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say one of her great lines was... I don't know if this is what you were going to say. Right. She said something like, I have weird friends
1: or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, it, you know, again... We've talked about best friends and sisters before. She did a great job. She, I, I believe they were friends. Yeah. I felt, believe they were friends. It felt
0: natural. Because um, it's so
1: hard to be like, oh, we're best friends. Let's pretend we have all this history together. She was great. She wasn't over the top. She was right there. She delivered those lines, you know, the weird line. Uh, great. Um, she handled the proposal well. I loved her glasses. I, I want those glasses. I was just
0: ready to say, I loved that she had glasses. Yeah. I don't see a lot of... People in these movies wear glasses.
1: Especially like the hipster glasses she was rocking. I know. Like I
0: loved her look, her style. Good job wardrobe. I was all for it. Shout Um, out wardrobe. We should mention the actress's name is Amy Groening. Mm -hmm. Um, Great job Amy. Loved your glasses and your look. I don't know if you had anything to do with that. But (laughs) yeah, she was great. And then Colin was played by Tim Nolzane. And he, I thought he played the awkward, like scared out of his mind. I was just, I thought, I thought he did amazing.
1: Yeah. He was, I mean, he was, yeah, that whole, usually, I mean, some of these side plots get a little lost and it's like, let's get back to the main, but I thought it was a nice break from the main story. That's what you want your side plot to be. You want to be a a breather basically uh, to get away from the drama and have some fun and they did, and he was he was great. I love the one where he's like looking through the window of the store, and he looks away. And it's just uh, it's just nice. So good job, um, casting, just fantastic on these. On yeah, these.
0: when he's like trying to get through the the snow with the snow plower. No, there is no snow. I'm thinking that he's walking through snow. When he's trying to get the the snow machine, and no. he's like struggling, <laughs> and he doesn't see Joan there, like looking at him, like what the heck are you doing i thought that that was pretty funny yeah okay so so we have the conflict and you know lucy's feeling terrible she's after the morning (laughs) that too i just thought that was that was so good that's how you would be feeling you'd want to be eating a whole yule log and you know Wanting to stay in your PJs. Well, the best part was anyone. that
1: the best part was that the mom brings it for her, for the volunteers, and she immediately grabs a spoon and starts digging in, like just without a beat, just goes for it because she's feeling so miserable.
0: Yeah, and I'm totally there with her because I feel miserable for her. And then we have a, a nice little mom daughter moment. Mm-hmm. And so the mom says something like, "Oh, she tells her it's easy to put old wounds onto new people." Yeah, and. Yeah, I think people do that a lot in, in past relationships, especially. And I think, you know, she's hurting because she feels, I guess, rejected in a way. And it was just so... I think it was so jarring for her because she's finally starting to feel these feelings again. And she's thinking that this man is reciprocating and this is wonderful. And then it's just, like, ripped away from her right away. But, you know, she picks herself back up. She goes... To the big festival at the end, mm-hmm. and
1: festival was all right. It was. I expected a, a little bit more.
0: Run of the mill know. festival. Mm-hmm. Didn't have as many lights as they did in their houses. No, but. for real. That's what I'm
1: saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Although the stage was lit really well, but like, uh, outside of the stage, I don't know if they were working with a small area and they had to keep everything dark. It was just a little. It wasn't as festival like as I would have would
0: have imagined. Yeah so we get another wonderful quote again these movies i just love i mm. jot down these quotes silver fox gives <laughs> us some some wisdom to to his son um saying he says love doesn't end it changes forms
1: right doesn't he say something uh... well, he says a
0: lot of well he says more than that to him but I think he's just trying to, like, let him know. Change his
1: form so that he can love again, yeah.
0: Yeah, you loving Lucy doesn't mean you have to forget uh, Stephanie, which, by the way, <laughs> when they were talking about his dead wife, Stephanie, <laughs> me and him both were like, that sounds a lot like me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was... So he realizes, you know, what he's got to do. Yep. And... He's got
1: to leave town with Max. He's got... <laughs> get out of there.
0: He's got to get a Christmas horse.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about this end real quick.
0: But um, oh, we didn't even mention. Oh gosh, we we didn't mention. I love this scene. It's the fire pit scene where he on the swing where he tells her the, the story. Christmas of The, the horse <laughs> Christmas <horse. laughs>
1: Just if 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 you don't have time to watch this whole movie, just watch the fire pit scene. That that scene. It might be it might be the best scene that we've seen this year.
0: Oh
1: yeah, look at that scene that see, we've yeah, seen. See what I, I did? like that. So yeah, he comes in. With a, with a horse because they had this whole running joke about the, the Christmas horse that she made up.
0: I thought it was great.
1: I wish she was riding it. It was a little weird. I,
0: maybe he I, doesn't know how to ride horses. Well, maybe He not. clearly hates horses. Yeah, so. he does.
1: So, I mean, yeah, I, I got that and then she says something he's like, that's not, you're missing the point. Like, it was, it was, it felt like a realistic conversation. I expect a little bit more from that, you know. From the ending? Yeah, because he's like, you're missing the point when she says something.
0: It was, I thought it was sweet. I liked the big gesture. Some of the lines there were a little strange to me. Uh, Where he's like, oh, you know, I want to go overboard with you. um, Because she goes overboard with everything. So it kind of was like a backhanded compliment. Um, I don't know. (laughs) But then, and then he's like, you know, if lightning strikes more than once, we got to take it burns and all I and I was like wow that got dark but I understand what he was saying and I I liked the gesture I like mm-hmm. that he came and he's overcoming his fear of you know moving on and you know she's obviously really happy about it
1: yeah it was uh, Then I mean the end was fine it just
0: the kiss was nice it was okay it was just you know
1: it was, it was a nice kiss it was alright I just after having that fire pit scene he I mean, what can you do? You can't top it. You can't yeah,
0: top it. it's hard when you have a before-ending kiss, and then you try to do another one.
1: And maybe, like, maybe that's why they have why they don't do before-ending kisses. Is because it's hard to top that moment. Yeah. You're, you're you're building anticipation. So. You
0: got to give it all you got at the end.
1: So yeah, the ending was okay.
0: Yeah, there's some twirling. You yeah. know, Max is hinting already at a baby sibling. It's like, calm down, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was a nice ending. I thought it was it was sweet, romantic. They had a lot of really nice romantic scenes in the movie. It starts it's...
1: snowing, but it's not the snow blower.
0: Yeah, I was like, is that? And I was like, it's not going to be. No, nah, it's real um, And Joan and Colin get their sweet proposal, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's them. Not Lucy's crazy way, but... So, yeah, that was Project Christmas Wish.
1: And I think it's a really good one to end on, actually.
0: I think so, too. It was, you know, we said it was in Movies and Mysteries, but I, I like that it had... It wasn't too sad, and it had a lot of heart in it that I love to mm-hmm. see in the Hallmark movies, but it also had the comedy, which was surprising. You don't see a lot of the, com- the comedy witty stuff in the movies and mysteries, but I really enjoyed it.
1: I did, too. I did, too. I think it was a, a really good way to send us off of Christmas into the New Year movies, which we're doing. But let's talk about our top five of the year. Do you, how do you want to do this? How do you want to do this?
0: Um. Well, we start at five and then get to. Oh, your number right? one. I was going to start
1: at number one. Oh. That's yeah, you're right. You There's, gotta have a, y- yeah. a build-up. Anticipation, up. like the the kiss, the middle kiss. You can't have the middle mm-hmm. kiss. All right.
0: You told me I couldn't have ties. You can't. That's cheating. So you go first, and I got to do some thinking.
1: Number five. Drum roll. There you go. Christmas in Vienna is my number five.
0: What? Yeah. Okay, that's surprising.
1: Just because. Vienna was so beautiful. Like, yeah, that felt amazing to me. That was great. Christmas Vienna, number five. So
0: you're picking these for technical only?
1: Probably no. I mean, I'm picking the ones that I think are the best overall. Okay. Actually, yeah, you're right. Because Christmas Vienna was very technically done, done extremely well. Yes. <laughs> All right. No, what's your number five? What's your number five?
0: Well, I have a tie, but I'm no. gonna I'm gonna pick yeah, one. Pick one. My number five. Yeah. Is Five Star Christmas.
1: Five Star Christmas. Five Star Christmas. What was Five Star Christmas?
0: The the family hijinks. They have to pretend they're at the that end. That was
1: no. That was your number five? Yeah. That was like one of the worst technical films. Oh
0: my. I am not picking these for technical. Wow. I am not you. This is for my... That movie made me <laughs> laugh so much. I it had was... a tie between One Royal Holiday and Five Star Christmas. Okay. But you said I had to pick right. one. Right. So I picked Five Star Christmas because... The romance was just a little bit better for me yeah. in that movie. Um, this is going to be
1: so funny because that movie I hated because it was one of the worst <laughs> lit films in all of I don't care about okay. that.
0: So that's why that's that's my number five. Right. Number- but I loved the, 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 the whole cast in that. It was like a cast production. No, no, it was projection. great. It was different. So that's why I had a tie with One Royal Holiday and Five Star Christmas. Okay. But I'm going to pick Five Star Christmas just because the romance was a little better in that one.
1: Number four for me, One Royal Holiday. <laughs> it was such a fun one. And, and also, you know, I'm just thinking about, you know, our podcast. I think that was one of my favorite episodes to have done with you. I think we had a, a really good time talking about that
0: one. Well, that's why I had it tied as my number I had, five. but
1: It's number four for me, though. Okay. Because it was just such a, such a weird one. Um, I like the unusual ones. And this one just kind of ran with the whole Prince vibe. Um, when he came down the steps... Oh, man. I just forgot about it. Carousel Christmas. Uh, I'm going to have a tie. I'm going to do Carousel Christmas. You said we can't have ties. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to have to do Carousel Christmas. I'm going to do Carousel Christmas over one.
0: Over royal. one royal holiday?
1: Yeah, I think so. Because I love Because of Neil Bledsoe. And I love Neil. But I love her, too. She was both yeah. great. Yeah. And the, the I mean, the painting was hilarious to me with the Christmas cardigan.
0: With the creepy Santa and one royal holiday.
1: Oh, I'm doing a tie. You? I'll let you have a tie also. I'll let okay, you tie. well, I got two ties okay. then. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Number four. We got, we're only on four. We got to finish this up. We got to wrap Number
0: this up. Number four, um, it is a tie. And it was hard for me because we threw this, this Movies and Mysteries in at the end. Yeah. And so I didn't know where to place it because I didn't really want any sad movies in my top five. Um, but if you're letting me have a tie... Otherwise this wouldn't have made the cut. Okay. But my number four is Jingle Bell Bride.
1: Jingle Bell Bride.
0: And then I have tied with Project Bride. Christmas Wish. Jingle Bell Bride was the yeah. first one, and yeah. I had to think. But good. I loved that movie. That movie made, that movie probably made me laugh the most out of, I think, any of the movies. And I would wish I could go back and rewatch That's it. That's one with the flowers? Yes. That was, good. Um, that was I, good. the chemistry between them two, the two leads in that movie was just it was just outstanding. I
1: forgot. That was a really good one.
0: I know. And you want to change your list now, don't no, you? No, I don't.
1: I don't. I, like I thought out. about
0: this really hard. Um, <laughs> and then I tied it with Project Christmas Wish. Only Christmas Wish, if it didn't have any death in it, probably maybe would have pushed Jingle Bell Bride out of the way. But I love to laugh. So, but I did love the romance in Project Christmas Wish. Okay. So those are, that's my, those are my four. Number
1: three what is this one? I don't even remember this. Oh, number three. I was like, why did I write this down? (laughs) Timeless Christmas. Okay. That's my number three. Just very well done. I did not think I would like this one. Um, Both actors were just great. Um, Our supporting cast was great. The time travel was done fantastic. Really, really fun one. I enjoyed this one.
0: Great pick. Uh, My number three is on the 12th date of Christmas.
1: Ooh, number three for 12th date. Uh-oh.
0: Yes.
1: Uh-oh. That's not good.
0: I loved that movie. I Whoa, think... Whoa,
1: did you? Because I'm I, not seeing it. It's I'm not it at It's
0: my number three, but I had to think of which movies... I'm thinking about the romance here. So the romance...
1: That kiss when she pulls him... No, it,
0: I know. Oh. I know, but I have to <laughs> think about the fe- all of the feelings okay. of the whole movie as a whole. All right. So, I'm not questioning mm-hmm. yours. So that's my that's my number 3. I'm not questioning
1: yours, I'm just surprised. And I think Mr. Hines would be surprised as well.
0: Well, Mr. Hines made the top 5, so I think he'll he would be pleased. He's
1: pleased with the bronze? You think Tyler Hines <laughs> is pleased with the bronze? I don't think he would be. Number 2. Number 2. On the twelfth date of Christmas,
0: oh, As my number, number two, two spot. Well, you know what my number two is—a timeless Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we just switched, switched them. Well,
1: one. it's funny, be, be, it's funny to me because twelfth uh, date was shot better, <laughs> and that's why.
0: I, I think technically I, speaking, it's a better film. I think I just loved the the period piece and the yeah. the. I don't. That I end ball loved.
1: ruined it for me though. That was one of the worst in in ball scenes. That was just not good.
0: I loved it fully. Okay. The, on the twelfth day of Christmas had some weird voice issues. Like the 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 dialogue was a little too quick for me in the beginning, and it kind of was a lot. It was a little too fast paced for me. Um, Twenty four
1: dollars so, for a pizza—that's so, highway robbery.
0: So that's why it made it its way into number three. But timeless Christmas is my number two.
1: Okay, well I'm gonna message Tyler Hines tonight and let him know. Okay. Number one.
0: I think we both have the same number one. Are you ready? We'll say it on the count of three. One, two, three. Christmas Christmas by Starlight.
1: Starlight. Yes. We did it. Uh, Not only was this my favorite one because of technical aspects, I mean, this was probably the best shot Hallmark film of the year um, across the board, across the board, in terms of lighting, camera work, Color grading, just everything, set design, costuming. I mean, the suits, the, the Christmas sweaters, just everything. Chef kiss, perfect.
0: It, it's amazing. And then it, we
1: have the acting, the romance. Our favorite. I mean, look, I don't want to be biased here. Yes, he's our favorite actor.
0: We're being biased. Paul Campbell <laughs> is our <laughs> is our favorite.
1: I know, but even if he's he can be in a bad movie. Like we, I, you know how much I love. Um, You know how much I love Ashley Williams, but her movie didn't make it here. So it's not about the actor to me. It's about, are they in a good film? Paul Campbell just happens to be in this great film. Yeah. He wrote wrote it. it.
0: (laughs) He he just (laughs) so happened to write and star Star, in this great film. And Campbell, I just think it's all about that pairing. And I just love them both so much. I love that they wrote this movie. I love that they put every, like, thing of themselves like into this mm-hmm. movie and and it worked and it was funny and romantic and heartfelt and
1: it was it was the perfect hallmark movie it really was this is one we're gonna watch again every oh, year oh every yeah year. like for sure. it Just just a great job so that that is our top five that is our top five of the year It's been fun. This is our 19th episode.
0: We've had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, we've had a ton of fun doing it. We really appreciate everyone that's Mm -hmm. been listening and supporting. It means the world to us. Yeah,
1: we love doing it. And, you know, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys out there. So, um, well, we would be. We would just be talking to ourselves. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, So thank
1: you guys so much for for all the messages and and letters of support and everything. It, It means a lot
0: yes it does so Mm -hmm. we do have exciting things coming for our Mm -hmm. 20th episode so stay tuned for that Mm -hmm. make sure you are liking and subscribing if you haven't already Yeah, because we're
1: doing the new year's movies pop pop
0: yep and and we'll be back with more romantic movies Mm -hmm. and we'll be back with more
1: and we're back with more wow what is i don't know (laughs) know what what i'm I'm trying to say (laughs) and we'll be back with more thank you guys
0: thank you guys